Yo, yo, it's the Porsche Talks. Porsche Talks is a podcast geared towards freestyle storytelling. I'm talking about them old authentic joints. You know, the ones that you only share when you're kicking back. The world is sped up a little bit. We rarely have time to slow down and just share. The Porsche Talks will be that place for all of us to be open, to be raw, and to tell our story. <laughs> Peace. Charlie would tell Speedy about the first time that he ever felt alienated, um, which was his first time going outside of the country. The first time that he realized that there's a difference between me and them and I and us in this world. And having to face that in Port-au-Prince, Haiti uh, was one of the very, very pivotal moments in my life. Um, I just remember just feeling so vulnerable, man. Like, I was just so freaking vulnerable at that age. Like, spiritually vulnerable. Like, I was on a, a missionary trip with a couple of Christians. I was just going to mingle with the kids. Like, I was going to be in the youth pastor range, so I would just hang out with the kids. And basically I was also vulnerable because I was so far away from my society, my culture, and what I was used to. The very first night we stayed in these little FEMA homes that um, some of the Americans had built once they came and helped after the, the big earthquake in Haiti. And I slept on the top bunk of this little makeshift shack and um, it didn't have a mosquito net. And I, and I didn't have on anything blocking me either. So that whole night, man, mosquitoes freaking feasted on me, yo. So my first time in a foreign country, the first night there, so far away from my society, I was so vulnerable and alienated, dog, from what I was used to. I got eaten up the very first night. It was crazy, bruh. It was such a culture shock for me, bruh. Like, there was no electricity and, um, the little community we were staying in, which was called Calabas, Haiti. Um, we stayed at this little orphanage, man, and it had no electricity. We were in generators at night, but to save, like, generator come on probably once or twice a week, you know? When it's dark, it's dark outside, and you can't... <laughs> adjusting to that was crazy. Like, you really had to get everything done with daylight, you know? And then one time, once time it got dark, it was really time for you to lay it down, man. And like, that was different for me. You know, in America, it's like, shoot, nighttime, come on, man. All our lights come on. We ready to continue running this train, running this freaking marathon that we're on. But it was different to be in another place. And they were like, okay, light and dark and really respected it. It was pretty dope. It was pretty beautiful, too. The mornings were great. And the nights were so pure because, like, the lights were completely out, so you could just see nothing but stars. So, a part of this alienation process, too, bro, I also felt a lot of other different things that kind of mixed all into it. But I learned some good, and I learned a few things that I learned good the whole time, even though some were harder to accept, like people living in shacks where if I spread out my wingspan, I could touch each wall, you know, like living with mud floors, you know like normal people man like I was like wow I hadn't seen poverty at that scale either you know even though I come from like I would say a, a middle to lower class middle family you know 
I thought that I was poor. I thought that I didn't have anything, you know. Man, it had nothing, bruh. The average man made six bucks a day, and then I was like, whoa. Like, man, getting to experience this is so crazy. And even being able to talk about it now and be able to write about it is even cooler. Um, it was just like, ah, whatever, when it came to shoes. <laughs> but it was, that was hard for me to get accustomed to. I had on these big old clobber boots, man. And me and the kids were going down to this little water hole, which was about a mile and a half down slope. Uh, we were up like on a mountain, so we had to go down in order to get to the water, man. And those kids were doing it with no shoes on, stepping on rocks, like walking with no problem. And here I am, this fancy American with all my freaking freshly bought Magellan gear from Academy Sports. Like I was looking like a white missionary out there, dog. I was dressed like I was about to go fishing, bruh. Man, and then it's so crazy because, like, Jesus kind of signified fisher of men, fisherman of men, and like, I was like tripping out too on that. <laughs> like, deep down now that I could think about it as a whole, because I was like literally going to spread the word of God, and I wasn't nothing about to stop me, you know. That's how determined I was at that age, like. <laughs> and I freaking threw myself in a whirlwind, bro. That was a scary time, but like, not scary all the way, but just. Yeah, it was scary because I just didn't know, man. And then Haiti had his little significations and um, the Mardi Gras festivals was going on too. So it was supposed to be like a dangerous time to be on the island or whatnot. Um, me and the kids would go on walks and we went to this little, little fort thing, man. It was like an old battleground, man, where they used to hold slaves and stuff. And they still got the cannons and stuff up. And the kids wanted to go see this thing. And the gangsters out there, they charge people a little bit of money to get in and see it. Like, it's not even government ran or nothing. They just kind of, like, strong-armed it. And now they, like, run it, you know? And it's fucking crazy because, like, it's a it's a place that's, like, full of gangsters and thugs. So here I come walking through with, like, six or seven kids beside me, man. And these people are freaking staring at me or I'm staring at them. I don't know. But everybody got their eyes on me because I'm the only one that looks different even though I'm black, bruh. Like to not feel black around black people, that was the first time that had ever happened too. Like, man, I'm black, but I'm not black. You know what I'm saying? Like them, you know, they ain't know, they knew me, they knew I was American. Man, I was just out on the limb, and I just remember these guys freaking eyeballing me, man, and for about 30 seconds, it was probably the most fear I had ever felt in my life, because I literally did not know what was gonna happen. So I just freaking closed my eyes and just walked, yo. Like, it was tight. And then we went on a little thing and we, you know, took pictures and stuff and then everything was fine. But that was like the first time I felt like I was gambling my life, you know, like I'm literally out here, out here, out here. But that was one of the game changing times of my life, bro. My whole story, man. Like, I always wanted to go out the country, bro. And like, I accept Christ and then like a month later, like it didn't take no time, bro. Like I enjoyed going like that, man. It was so dope, man. <laughs> freaking tight.